0: The in the history of our sport. How's it going, everybody? This is the Nitty Gritty. This is a webcast slash podcast about wrestling and various wrestling topics, whatever we kind of see fit to do that week. And if you are listening to us, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify under Daily Downloads and the Nitty Gritty. All of my shows are all under one umbrella there, so you can find us there. and. If this is your first time listening to us or watching us, this week is going to be one of our fever dream episodes. And this week, since we're doing things a little bit differently, I'm calling this uh, this this is a pay per view. Leonard, we'll call this "Twisted Fever Dreams." How about that? That's okay. That's 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 my that's my impromptu title for this episode. So I, I think that works because we're twisting the usual format. So. That's right. And so the format. Is that we have ran, we each have random name generators. We have inputted lists of male wrestlers, lists of female wrestlers, lists of gimmick matches, lists of belts and managers and tag teams. And we have a few handful, whatever we feel like doing, a handful of matches that we are going to pick random names out. And whoever comes up, Leonard and I will discuss who we think would win said match and we think it's a lot of fun and if you like fantasy booking or just kind of shooting the shit about wrestling and dream matches these episodes are usually a lot of fun and hopefully if you can't watch youtube all the time hopefully it's easier for you to listen to us so and it you- should be mentioned that we're not drinking tonight that's right that's right sometimes we drink when we do this this we're not there so it's gonna be ultra serious this one i think
1: Yes, well, we drank last time, and as you see, when we get to the main event, it led to issues.
0: That's right, that's right, it did, but that's okay because the main event's going to be fun. And without further ado, this week, the the way we changed it up is there will be two matches in here that we have pre selected. And in this case, I have pre selected a triple threat women's match. Leonard does not know who these participants are. And I have a gimmick attached to this triple threat women's match. So Leonard, are you ready for our first match?
1: I am ready. Hit me with it.
0: All right, so the triple threat women's match, it will be the man, Becky Lynch, versus Tessa Blanchard, versus China in a first blood match. Ooh, that's interesting.
1: Because normally I would when you were giving me the names, I was like, oh, well, you know, China seems like an also ran to the other two because they're more technical. But when you talk about first blood match then someone who is big and beefy and strong like China, she g- gets, you know, elevated a little bit like she's got. I think she would maybe have the advantage over the other two, particularly Tessa, because Tessa's fairly small, uh, especially right. when you consider her to to China um but Becky as we know is pretty tough can take a hit can deliver a hit and being the biggest name of the three I'm gonna go with star power and toughness and give that win to Becky Lynch
0: yeah you know this is a this is a tough one even when I picked the names out I was like oh man I don't even know who I would pick here um and I have to say I do think that Tessa Blanchard is the odd one out you know now she's very I don't know if I would say popular right now. I know there's been a little bit of controversy surrounding Tessa Blanchard, but uh, I know that she has had a lot of momentum, let's say over the past year or two. And so I do think she'd be a contender, but when you put Becky Lynch in there and China in there, those are two really A-list female talent. And I do think that it's quite possible that with China's strength and her agility, that she would make it, uh, make that blood appear first. So, you know, I was tempted, Leonard, to just go with you on this one because you made, you had you had okay. strong reasoning there, but I, I have to go with China here, I think, because being that it's a first blood match, I just think that she would, her, with her power, her wielding a chair or throwing people into posts or stairs, I just, I, I see her coming out with, the victory here. So in the case of a split, we're going to have to table Becky Lynch and China for a future match. Okay? In the women's division, right?
1: All right. I think so they come back next time and um what well another a different gimmick or Yeah, why not?
0: I think so. Yes. Okay. So our next match goes back to our usual format, mm-hmm. which is random names generated Leonard is going to take this one. It's a tag team match, two-on-two.
1: Yeah, well, we're going to need to figure some stuff out. So, (laughs) the first team is the Funkadactyls, which would be Naomi and Cameron. Okay. And then they are facing the Network.
0: Okay. So, Chad, do you know who the Network is? I was thinking about it as you were saying the name, and it's on the tip of my tongue, but I cannot remember who's in that. So
1: I looked up the network because I didn't know who they were. Apparently, this was a stable that was formed in 1999 when ECW moved to TNN. Okay. So this was the stable, I guess, recognizing the network. So it's a stable. It's not a tag team. So we're going to have to figure out what the tag team is. Okay. So our choices, so the members of, of the network are Cyrus, so Cyrus the Virus, uh, Rhino, Tajiri, Scotty Anton, Steve Carino, Jack Victory, and Lou E. Dangerously.
0: Lou E. Most... Dangerously. Yes. I did not it, know the that existed. He was, that he was like a fake Paul.
1: Yes. Uh, so that has got to be the worst stable I think I've ever seen. That is a pretty crappy stable. So who's so who's who's the tag team out of here? Well, so I, I would think it's either it's a it's a combination of Rhino Tajiri or Carino.
0: Yeah, I would say Rhino and Tajiri. Let's just say. Let's that. go with
1: Rhino Tajiri. Let's go Rhino so Tajiri versus Naomi and Cameron.
0: Can't say as I remember much about Cameron, but uh,
1: she was basically Naomi.
0: Okay, so this is two females.
1: Yes, yeah, the Funkadactyls were the two ladies that came out with Brotus clay.
0: Uh, this and, and I would like to mention matchup. that
1: Chad made these lists. I had nothing to do with these lists.
0: That's true. That's true. And when I saw the Funkadactyls, I probably did not remember that they were two females. <laughs> so if you Yeah, remember, yeah those were the
1: those were the women who came out with the Funkasaurus. That was Burtis Clay. Well, so. if you
0: want, Leonard, you could generate another tag team to make this a little bit more even.
1: Unless, uh, unless I think you, the Funkadactras are gonna win. How about that? How about that? i just gonna, that? I'm, I'm gonna call I'm gonna give the win to the Funkadactyls.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, Naomi's pretty pretty good in the ring. Yeah. Welcome. She is.
1: Now if you want if you want me to generate another team, I can do that here. Let's I mean, if
0: we we're get. being real here, it's okay. one gore and it's over.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Oh, the Enforcers. So that's Larry Zabisco and Arn Anderson. Okay, so that makes the match more interesting, but also just as easy to decide.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so it's Larry and Arn versus Tajiri and Rhino, which I think could be a pretty good match because Arn and... I I think, you know, here, Arn and Larry can work with a bunch of different guys. They can, that's true. Can get, can get matches out with different people. Rhino can go in a certain way. Tajiri can go in a certain way. You're going to get some mix-up of the style. I mean, I'm going with the Enforcers here, but I don't think it's, it's a terrible match, and I think it's a match if you give it time and you just let Arn and Larry lead the way, that it's a pretty decent match. But, uh, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with the Enforcers.
0: Yeah, I would go with the Enforcers here, too. They're just more rounded and skilled in the ring i mean but we are dealing with you know pretty good uh phase of rhino and tajiri so i, I think that specifically tajiri would have some really good uh exchanges with the enforcers and uh, you know rhino could as well but it's just you know in the case of rhino I, it's definitely a mm-hmm. clash of styles there uh but uh it could still be an interesting match so, yeah, I think that uh, we're going to go with the Enforcers to be the winner. And the next match I have assembled, it is one-on-one. It is fictional wrestling characters, Leonard's favorite category.
1: It is. It's, it's, it's one of my favorites, yes.
0: And you had mentioned this poten- potential matchup last time we did this. Oh. So it was the first one that came up. I don't remember what that was. Randy the Ram Robinson Mm -hmm. against Captain Insano.
1: Yes, because I I thought the revolting blob was Captain Insano, didn't I?
0: Yeah, so so Captain Insano is from the Waterboy, in case everybody mm -hmm. out there doesn't realize. And Randy the Ram Robinson, obviously, is from the Darren Aronofsky film, The Wrestler. Mm -hmm. So this is a big matchup right here.
1: Yes, and and Captain Insano is played by Paul White, aka the Big Show, and uh, Randy the Ram is um, oh his name just left out of my Rourke. head. Mickey Rourke, yes, yeah, Mickey Rourke. Um, see, here's here's the thing that makes this interesting to me to consider is that Captain Insano is played by an actual wrestler. So does right. Paul White's right. actual wrestling attributes translate to Captain Insano? I would think, and this was this was you know several years ago, so this is like a young, thin, considerably, comparatively, thin Paul White. Uh yeah. so and you know, but in the film, see, and if we're taking it from the movie, then you've got like an old, broken down Mickey Rourke, right? Old, broken down Ring of the Ram versus like an in his prime Captain Insano. I gotta go, Captain Insano.
0: Yeah, you know, I would uh, I would agree with you in this case. Um, Captain Insano, this was Paul White, uh, you know, physically, I would say, at one of his peaks of his career. And, you know, he could still really go in the ring. Randy the Ram, although he was in some death matches and all sorts of crazy stuff, he was at the end of his career. So you have to take that into account, I would think. So, I think it's safe to go with Captain Insano, right, Leonard?
1: Right, and and I just looked at the Water Boys from '98. So, yeah, that's pretty prime time for the big show. That's right. Well,
0: Leonard, yes. Next is your Fatal Four Way, your pre-chosen okay. Fatal Four Way. So pre-chosen
1: Fatal Four Way. So, keeping in the spirit of the Fever Dream matches, where we have guys of different eras and different gimmicks in the system. So people can face themselves. Right. My fatal four way is Midnight Rockers Shawn Michaels with Marty Janetti versus Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels with Sherry Martell versus DX Shawn Michaels with China versus Comeback Shawn Michaels with God.
0: <laughs> That's you just wanted to do this one time because we can never be sure that this is actually going to happen in a, in a, a random drawing.
1: That's right. You know, I originally started to think of like four different guys and then I was like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't have to do them.
0: So read, read them again for me. So do I, right. you know I'll reread them. So it's Midnight Rockers, Shawn Michaels, right?
1: Yes. With it, Mari Junetti on the outside.
0: Yeah. Okay. HBK, Shawn Michaels, Heartbreak. With King. Sherry. Then we have the DX version of Shawn Michaels. Now is is this, we'll say it's DX version, so it could be either first run or second run DX, I guess, right? I
1: was thinking more first run DX.
0: That's what I thought too, okay. And then we have comeback Shawn Michaels with God, so. Yes,
1: so that would be like the, what, 03 to, well, the end end of his second retirement Shawn Michaels, basically, but I was thinking of like, about 03 to maybe the DX return.
0: Right was kind of where I was thinking. So, So, I have a feeling we're going to disagree on this. Okay. But for me, this choice really is not that difficult. Um, So, I'm going to go with DX Shawn Michaels. And the reason is is I think that he was at his peak there. Now, obviously, there were some injuries that would occur that caused him to become comeback Shawn Michaels. But, I think that the DX version of Shawn Michaels around the era of Bret Hart and that whole feud and Steve Austin, I think that that was peak Shawn Michaels in the ring, peak Shawn Michaels on the mic, and the argument could be made in that there's a little kinks in the armor of any of the other Shawn Michaels versions there, in my opinion. So I'm going to go with DX Shawn Michaels.
1: Okay, my, my, my theory is a little bit different. action <laughs> on Michaels is the one with the most politicking. He's not going to drop to the other three guys. He's just not. <laughs> right, so... So either he wins or he takes a powder. Like, he just, like, walks out <laughs> and is not even involved at some point. He just gets mad and grabs China
0: and walks out. You're not going to say he lost his smile, are you?
1: Yeah, he's going to lose his smile and leave, and leave, leave the match. But you know what would be interesting here to me would be seeing China and Sherry interact on the outside. Oh, that would be great. I would love to see that. I think that would be a lot of fun there. But but yeah, I mean I I really like a, the HBK version. And I would and I would love to see all the different versions interact with each other. Yeah. You know, not just physically in the ring, but on promos and such. Yeah. And uh and you know HBK Shawn Michaels is gonna go after midnight rockers Shawn Michaels.
0: Absolutely. Like, like and then they'll probably go to the bar later on that night.
1: Yes, yes but he's yeah they're gonna go hang out later with Marty. but they're going to, but he's gonna go after him uh, but you know come back Shawn Michaels. he he, he knows hey, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do the, he's gonna do the job to himself so he's cool with that. <laughs> so yeah, so I would do kind of a different theory than yours still going with DX.
0: Oh, you are? While, okay, there you go.
1: And while it is sort of peak Shawn Michaels, it is also peak political Shawn Michaels. So I think at the end of the day, that's the version that won't job to any of the other three and has the most clout not to job to
0: the other three. Well, that's that's a good reasoning, actually. But uh, we both came out with the same answer, which is fun for me. Yes. Um, diff- different, different avenue to get there, but the same answer. So, Leonard, I think we do have time before our main event for a mixed okay. tag. And I've already generated... The name of one woman and one man. And while you're doing yours, okay. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here okay. and say that my tag team, my mixed tag team, is one okay. of the best ever, I think.
1: Wow, that's pretty
0: good. I, I need to get my women's list up. So for the females, I have Alundra Blaze. Okay. And her tag team partner, her male tag team partner, is the Japanese version of Kenny Omega.
1: Ooh!
0: Right. So you have Kenny Omega and Alundra Blaze in a tag team ready to face whoever you have.
1: Okay. So Oh shoot. Uh I'm having issues. The uh I I I pulled the gimmick list is on the bottom of the female list and I pulled everything and it's just giving me gimmick matches.
0: <laughs> so your tag team partner is has is a it's a male person with a with a gimmick. With a gimmick, yeah. <laughs> it's like the rock with a steel cage. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a kendo stick
0: actually. <laughs> yeah the rock with a kendo stick versus Kenny Omega and a lundra blade. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> you know what? I would I would have the rock win that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: go <laughs> All right, go ahead, Leonard.
1: All right, so my mixed tag is going to be Velvet Sky and Mordecai. At least it rhymes. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's about all that that tag team has going on. I would yes. think. um Yeah. So I will start. I'm gonna pick my tag team: Kenny Omega and Andre Blaze. They're both of them are so athletic, so good in the ring. Alundra Blaze was still peak at her at Medusa, whatever, you know, at this point. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega in Japan. To in my opinion, whether it's Kenny Omega in Japan or Kenny Omega right now, he's the best he's the best talent in the world right now. That's my that's my opinion. Um But when he was in Japan, he was he was really great. So I, I don't see I would see few tag teams beating these two. So what do you think?
1: Yeah, I I have to say that I am not a fan of, of AEW Kenny Omega. And I'm not particularly familiar with his Japanese work. I do know some of it. I have seen some matches. And I would say I much prefer his Japanese work. Um, Alundra Blaze, who, as you mentioned, is, is Medusa. This was her run in the WWF as women's champion. And she didn't have a lot of competition. But they imported a lot of women from Japan for her to, to wrestle against. And if you look, this is really some of the best competition and focus she ever had in her career you know she didn't really have a lot when she started in the awa and they didn't do anything with her in wcw once she got there so these are good versions of both these people mordecai is kevin thorne for those who who didn't know or remember kevin thorne um i don't you know i I think velvet sky could you know work work with kevin thorne I, I think they could they could work together. I, th- I think they could make a tag team. I think they could work together, but I don't believe that they could um, beat your tag team. So I would agree with you. I'll go Omega yeah. and Elongated Blaze, and uh, but I think both these teams could be defeated by The Rock with Kendo Stick.
0: <laughs> yes, that's probably true. Yes. Um. <laughs> so our main event, Leonard. Okay. Is already down. It's back-to-back Fatal Four Ways. And we have a gimmick attached to this, which I will uh, get going here. Okay. And you
1: have to remind me of who's in it. I, 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 I do remember... See, last time when we did this, Chad and I disagreed on the winner of the main event for the Fever's Dreams title. But at the same time, since we were drinking, we both... Didn't realize that we had picked different guys uh, in an earlier match. It's true. Uh, until we kind of got to the end and was reviewing. So, due to that, th- this matchup. It's going to um, be Archie. Has, has all four guys. If I remember correctly, didn't I assign managers to everybody? You did. Okay.
0: Well, yes, you did. Not to everyone.
1: Yeah. Three except of them for, got married.
0: for our champion, our champion, our nitty gritty, all weight galaxy champion is yeah. AWA Hulk Hogan, and in a sort of rematch, it's going to be AWA Hogan versus NWA Ric Flair versus Stunning Steve Austin versus WCW Rick Rude, and the gimmick is a kennel from hell match. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> uh, who, well, who, who, who was the managers? You know, in our, uh, in our state, mm-hmm. I, I don't recall who the oh. managers were. I remember
1: us picking managers, and I remember them fitting who they were with. I think Flair
0: had Sonny. It doesn't matter. You know it what? Really, it doesn't, it matter. doesn't matter since they're going to be in a kennel from hell. Right. The managers
1: can't do anything. They're going to be inside the cage in with the dog poop. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So a kennel from hell. For those who don't know, you can look it up. Is basically a hell in a cell with dogs on the outside, in between the ring and the cage wall. That's right. And the time that this occurred, uh, the dogs basically just pooped and humped each other on the outside. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it would
0: be yeah. an interesting match. Yes. So, Leonard, if you're still toying with the uh, answer in your own mind. Yes, yes. I'm going to I'm gonna go. And you know what? Look, looking back at our previous Fever Mania episode and looking at, you know, what some of my reasoning was then, uh, it's, it's a little bit clearer to me now. As great as NWA Ric Flair is, I, I see AWA Hogan. Retaining his title here. I don't think any of these people are enough. I think that the cage favors Hogan. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that out of these four, I see Ric Flair, Rick Rude, Stunning Steve Austin. I see them getting too caught up in each other. And I see Hogan coming out the victor. um, Although he probably has poop stuck to his boots. So there you go.
1: Yes. Now, if we were talking a straight up fatal four way, and with with managers involved, because I, as I said, I, I believe Flair had a really good manager for him, I would probably lean towards Flair. But as you said, in this cage, I think that very much favors AWA Hogan. I think that the heels are not going to be able to cooperate to take Hogan out. Um. One could argue that Stunning Steve is a lesser version of Stone Cold Steve, even though he was much better in the ring because this was pre-neck injury. Right. Um, WCW Rick Rude could still go, but was a little older. He wasn't WWF Rick Rude. NWA flair is, of course, the best flair. But, yeah, I think given the gimmick, I think Hogan works that gimmick the best. And since any manager would be, you know, a moot point inside the cage, I'm going to go with A.W.A. Hogan as well.
0: Right. Well, the winner and still our champion, our nitty-gritty Galaxy all-weight champion, is A.W.A. Hogan. And I would think that one of the participants in a future Fatal 4-Way match would be DX Shawn Michaels, who beat three other versions of himself to emerge the victor. Ooh, so, it, so
1: it'd be A.W.A. Hogan versus D.X. Shawn Michaels.
0: Versus, and if, if we wanted to, we could keep it like that, or we could add two other people.
1: We could possibly do that.
0: Hopefully one of them is not Mordecai. Hopefully not. <laughs>
1: Hopefully one will be the rock with a kendo stick.
0: That's right. Yeah. Which, I mean... If, if it's The Rock with a kendo stick, I'm picking The Rock with a kendo stick all day.
1: I can't think of anything that could defeat The Rock with a kendo stick.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, especially if it's like peak rock.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking.
0: Hey, that'll be a next shirt. Yeah. The Rock with a kendo stick. Rock with a kendo stick. Wins every time on the maybe,
1: back. Maybe, uh, was it, Kevin Nash with a taser. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll have are sure it'll be just different people with different random weapons. Yeah. (laughs) Kevin Nash, Taser. Who would win? All right. Well, Leonard, are we wrapping it up? I think so. I, I,
1: you know, I, I closed out my list, so I, I can't generate a dark match. Uh, but this was another fun one and I can't wait to do this again. Uh, these are always, uh, spectacular for their lunacy.
0: That's right. Well, Twisted Fever Dreams comes to a close until next time. If you think we've earned a five star review on uh, Apple Podcasts, please do so. We would appreciate it. Uh, like our channel, our video on uh, YouTube, and let us know what you think in the comments. And we will see you next week with our down and dirty move breakdown drop kicks.